me struck down, got me knocked out by the hands of the enemy. Those lies had me held down till I found out that is not my identity. I found my life when I laid it down. Still 
Testimony, you should testify. Come on, if you see the move now, 
mountains, you should testify. If you see him open up doors, So the next time you see a mountain, you should just see another way. The next time you see sickness or disease, I want you to see it's another way. And he will make Sing it from experience. He will make everybody. Oh, sorry. I'm still a little scratchy. Um, I, I lost most of my voice at Bard's Fest. Um, those of y'all that were there and spoke to me around Sunday probably noticed that, um, I, my voice was gone. Um, so that's what's happening, but good morning guys. We're back on air with sister on scripture and today is Thursday, September the 28th, the year of our Lord, 2023. And this this day, this is going to be the last episode that I get to do before my one year is up on Podbean. Um, had a beautiful sister that donated because I just felt the call of God to do this show. And uh, I started doing a few episodes in and then I realized, uh-oh, I got to have this pay subscription. And at the time, you guys know, um, you know, we had just gotten out here and I've been, we've been trying to manage and, and work our budget to where, um, you know, it was okay with just Jack working instead of me working because I left my career in the nursing field in 2020. And uh, we had some major adjustments um, going from a six-figure income to zero. That was that was an adjustment, but I was never one that that needed money, that wanted money. I always seemed to repel money. Like I, I I'd give it all away. I really would. Um, and on the on Bart's FM last night, the resistance chicks were praying for Tiffany and I, and man, they rocked me on those prayers first with Tiffany's because Tiffany has been if you guys don't know Punky I'm sure you do but if you don't like if you've been under a rock somewhere or you're just finding out about um this wonderful thing called Bard's Nation which I'm kind of ready to really say Bard's Resistance because the Resistance chicks are their family too and this this past week it really brought them into the family more so, so the Bard's resistance is growing. So if you haven't heard, now you're going to hear Punky 
has had um, really a a roller coaster ride since 2020. And I don't, I'm not going to give too much of her info out because, you know, I love her and I don't want to dox her because she's had some psychos too, guys. Um, she's had a stalker. She's had um, where Satan tried to take her out um, and was even told that um, by, I think it was Neil Patterson and uh, at Bard's Fest about how the devil tried to take her out. And that was when she had that that really large cyst when she had to go into emergency surgery. But God was still with her then. God, I mean, he healed her up. She was back home with her family, back home with with us, even though we were like, hey, rest. And she's like, I'm a flame flower chick. I don't know what rest is. What's rest? Um, no. Uh, because the fire of the Holy Spirit is burning in this lady and my sister. And and she she just keeps doing and doing so selflessly for others. And while she was in Kentucky, they went they were gonna go look at a property and it fell through before they got to get they even left early Sunday morning to be there and they got a text message that somebody it's off the market, but if something falls through they'd let him know or let them know. And guys, coming from someone who has had this vision and it just felt so right at mandolin and she's doing everything that the god that god's called her to do her gifts and talents are with the children as a teacher bringing them up and stewarding them she's got a heart better than gold it's purer than than almost anything i've seen in a very long time and that purity is going to get what God has in store for them. But it was it was very it was very sad whenever, you know, she didn't get that property and it fell through and it's discouraging. And I totally I get that. And, you know, she just kept going and going and and still as a mod, you know, and MSM Liars, he's here. John was with me. He's he's original OG. Me, John, Sarah, Bear, um, kind of the original OGs left. And, you know, we've all had different things that have happened where God has really worked in our lives, where God has really started doing things. And and even Sean, MA Patriot, you know, he, he we've all made changes. We've all seen and felt the spirit work in us. And and being the ones that that go out and help others and do it not wanting any accolades, not wanting a pat on the back, but just because that's that's a place where they come from. That's that place of love that they just want to give and give and give. And whenever you come to these times where you're seeing others receive, it could be discouraging. And so the resistance chicks that come on and they prayed last night and you know, they had prayed for Tiff about her land. And guys, please, please pray for her that God gives them the the land that they desire. And Punky, I think you should take a cue from what they were saying last night, sister. And I'm going to do it as well about what they were um, talking about with Angie and Ryan, with the, the Howard family. 
about how they wanted land as well. And that's that's where I'm at. I have a couple acres, but I'm on a busy highway. And just this morning, I had a scare where Charlie and Bella, those of you that know my dogs, you know which ones I'm talking about, the black and tan and the little baby. Um, they went to the front yard and I'm on a very, very busy highway. There's semi-trailers going by multiple times an hour. Um, and so it scared me. And I'm gonna let you guys in on a little piece of my vision is to have all of us on this property, not Mandolin Farms property, but on whatever piece of, I don't even know where that property is. I feel like it's in Kentucky. Um, I really do. Many of us felt so at home in Kentucky, but I have this vision that God has given me since 2020 of this land where we all come together, the ones that want to, and we, we steward this land. We build it up. It's going to start from scratch because we're going to have to earn it or from bare minimum. I, things we're gonna have to earn it we're gonna have to go through and endure but to where we build this land in kingdom we build this land with the gifts and talents that God has blessed us with and bestowed upon us like punky as a teacher teaching our children can you guys imagine if you will just close your eyes if you need to and picture what we had down there by the pond with the children and even the whole time, like little Liam, when little Liam passing out those eggs, you know, and and we have this place where the kids go and they get educated, not indoctrinated, where the ones that feel called to lead in worship and praise and prayer, that they go and they, they, they talk to everybody where we gather around in the mornings and have a powwow before we all break out for our day where we we have the wonderful Jim Conley on the on the grill not burning his flesh. I think that was figurative Jim in the Bible and JP. Um where you know they're making the meals and and you know different people are doing their different gifts and talents like John and Stacy. John is a contractor. He's wonderful with that. He could start helping to build We've got other guys that are. JP is good at fishing. He could go fish to catch our food. We've got gardeners. Look at Angela Jenkins. Guys, if y'all haven't got her book, you missed out. Um, she's getting the website and getting them online. You could reach out to her. That book is going to be life-changing for many people. Um, you know, her and Moonwolf with the garden, with the ground, with the soil. Our Angie who who loves to do herbals and and crochet can can help make the blankets that are going to you know keep us warm at night and and keep us healed when we're sick sarah sister sarah shoes i mean guys did y'all see those shoes they're awesome and not only the shoes but her leather working she's a seamstress so she can sew like anything. MSM Liars, John, our brother, is, I mean, he's very talented. If y'all don't know, have a chat with John. John is so smart. 
It's so kind. He could be a little intimidating. That's because he doesn't take no bull. He's from the South. He's tired of being crapped on. But, you know, John will gladly teach people about, you know, ways to, to go off-roading. I mean, I know that sounds silly and simple, but sometimes you need to cut loose out in the wild open. He's got a heart of gold that will go show you those beautiful things that don't cost, that are free, but that matter. He's going to grow you up and teach you like he taught me. How to not argue with emotions, but to argue with reason and and be just in that. He said, Jack of all, expert of few. He likes to sleep in the mountains with the bears, is what Punky said. He's also, um, he also was a licensed pyrotechnician. He also coaches, coaches, coaches ball, you know. He, that was a gift that he really just found out about in the last couple of years. He started coaching his son's baseball team and, and does the travel team. And we all have different gifts that we all, like Mary said, we all have gifts and talents. And I see this community of us together where we don't need this outside world. We don't need the evil. I figured she would have already picked up on it by now. Bard's mama. And if y'all don't know, Little Red Rocking Chair became the official Bard's FM mama. So thank you for that, Little Red. You mama us all. We just have this wonderful kingdom of people that came together. And that's my vision is to have that. Um, mandolin is going to be, it's not going to be that. It's not going to ever be back to a farm. Mandolin Farms is, is now going to be, I believe, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I believe we're going to use it still as an event venue center. Um, and where others can use it for that and continue to upgrade what's there already to keep improving it each year. But I say all of that to say, you know, it, it was wonderful, the experience that we had. I've been to three Bards Fest now. They keep getting better. The first one, if you were there and you worked it, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Seriously. If you were at the first Bards Fest and you were a volunteer, you saw the change. I know you did. From the first one to the third one. If you were at the second one and the first and the third, you you noticed it right then. It was it was refreshing. And and all of this is just going to keep getting better. But I didn't want to leave, guys. I know I miss saying goodbye to or bye to many of you. Um, I'm sorry. It got to where while saying goodbyes, it, it broke me down. And I just, I didn't want to burden anyone else with my sadness. So um, I didn't tell Scott bye. I did once, but he was right there on the hill and I didn't tell him bye. Um I, w I didn't tell the resistance chicks by. There was a few that I just couldn't. Tam, oh, Sister Tam, and 
and little red, I think, was over there, and Laura, I, I couldn't. I'm sorry, guys. I love you all, but it got to where it was just so hard to to say bye. Um, it felt unnatural to leave. Love you, John. Um, it felt so unnatural when four years ago I had no idea what was what I was getting into with this family. Bear just said, hey, come join this. And I was like, mm, okay. You know, and then, of course, it's, it is, uh, it's been an amazing, amazing adventure since then. We have love. We have, Scott said it, and it's so true. You know, when we were wrapping up Bards Fest 1, Yeah, I need to give him a, a call. I talk, I still talk to Bear every now and then. Um, both of us had been busy the last few months, so it's been minimal. But I was blessed to get to see him in, in California. His daughter's birthday was Saturday as well. So we had a lot of birthdays. Um, Sarah, if you listen to this later, or guys, somebody remind Sarah. I think Elijah's birthday was Saturday as well. And so... Um, Elijah and his daughter's birthday are the same day. There were a lot of birthdays there, which is amazing. Um, but this family that God's brought together is is incredible. And so that's just, I wanted to share my vision with you guys. And also for this morning, you know, it's, we're coming off the hills of Bard's Fest. And, and I know that people are missing each other. I'm missing you guys. Um. And that could get sad. So don't let that get sad. As um, Little Red Mama, as Mama said, she said, you know, it's not goodbye. I'll see you later. She said, it's at her exact words, it's not bye, it's until we see each other again. And so I want you to keep that in your heart. Keep these memories in your heart. When you feel sad, it's okay. It's okay to feel sad. Don't dwell on it. Don't dwell on what you're missing. Yes, John, happy for the time for time spent and something to look forward to, that's all. Yes, because you can get into this pit of sadness where you become a hazard to yourself and you don't wanna be a hazard to yourself because that's when evil forces can work within you and, and use that, that gloom that's over you from, from missing people. He can use that against you. And we've got enough mental, physical, emotional warfare going on. We don't need no more. So let's stay strong together. Good morning, Ryan. I saw you're still here. You just got again. We were just talking about you, brother. Um, but Ryan, his family, I think I got off, to, off topic on that. On oh, what I was going to say, I did a squirrel, squirrel moment. No, this isn't the Conley show, but us mods, we squirrel often. Um, what Leah and Michelle was talking about last night and what they, t what she had told, um, I think it was Michelle that had told Ryan and Angie and them, the kids 
about instead of wanting the land, they had to pray for something specific. And they wanted horses. Horses was something they all specifically wanted. And so with horses comes land, you know. And I was like, huh, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. I'm praying for this vision, and God's created the vision. I mean, he has. We may not wake up in the same camp with each other as far as physically, but guys, we are in the same camp together spiritually and emotionally. We're, we have that village. I don't know what else I needed to be doing to pray to say, okay, God, now bring us all together every day, which that's still be online. So, I mean, he's delivered. He's delivered. It's just the way that we ask, we need to be specific on. And that's what I'm going to say on that. Now, let's talk about some more about Um, I'm going to open up the call lines. Anybody wants to call in, can, as long as Podbean cooperates with us. Um, there were a lot of testimonies, a lot of things that were witnessed, and um, really incredible. And to me, the theme that I seemed to notice a lot was, was lost and found. Kind of like Amazing Grace was lost, but now I'm found. Verbama, um, she she lost the diamond, her diamond that her husband had given her, and he passed away in 2020. She had it. She didn't know where it went, and I actually have a little clip of that. I'm going to play that. Just a second, guys. It's about three minutes long to hear the whole story, but it was... Um, John, that was very good. Prayers should be pointed and specific, not long-winded for windedness' sake. Pointed and direct. Oh, that's not the right one. This is it. Ladies coming up, I just want to tell a story real quick because how many of you heard the diamond ring was missing yesterday? Well, we found it. And I tell you what, was that sound coming through? Okay, good. I'll play it now. There's some ladies that came here. There's an 80 year old lady came and drove here from Florida by herself with her dog. 80 years old. There's a they're like the sisterhood, the yaya sisterhood of traveling pants over here. We got a lady, Amy, she's been listening to Bard's End and us, and uh, she's got a whole tribe of women. We, they need some men, anybody, a single man, oh, come on. Uh, we can make some matches, you're the right kind. Um, so she's got Amy and her mom, who is 79. She had a heart attack in July. She's healed right now, and the doctor said that she has the vessels of a 40-year-old. <laughs> Okay, and we're believing right now, this lady right here, Kay Kittrell, K-I-T-T-R-E-L-L. -L. She's got a YouTube channel, 111,000 subscribers. She lives by herself in gardens and teaches people how to garden. And, she, and these women right here, her, his song was just about age. 
Age is just a number. And that's what you guys have to recognize. These ladies have been promised 120 years. And if you want a blessing, these ladies are going to pray for you to have a long life. I just made that up. That's God. Okay? So they're going to sit down and they're going to pray for all y'all who want a long life. So I hope y'all are ready to pray for a little while. Okay? Because I want to be prayed for too. Okay? So I want y'all to know, this lady, Amy, come here. She said she'd been listening to Bards, but she said, I haven't been in the chat. Who are you in the chat? Fur Mama too. Fur Mama too? Fur Mama. Fur Mama. Anybody know Fur Mama too in the chat? Okay, well, she's been gardening and doing chickens and chicken tractors. When you go to Resistance Chicks on Facebook, because this man don't do Facebook, but we do the pictures. Okay, so y'all can see your pictures on Resistance Chicks Facebook, and you can. I'm going to upload some of her farm pictures, but I want to encourage you guys. So what... So I'm going to tell you over here, this is what happened with the ring. Miss Donica over here said, Lord, we know we can find this ring. They're going everywhere finding this ring. He, she said, God, where's that ring? She had a vision of a pair of jeans, and the Lord said they're in the jeans. She tells Amy, this is her niece, go check those jeans. She goes to the hotel at night. She'd already checked her jeans. She pulls it out of her pocket, and there's a diamond. So just tell, just real quick about why that that's important to you. Well... I was married for almost 61 years, and I lost my husband in 2020, and it was just the thought of losing it, <laughs> so I, I appreciate all the prayer and the hunting last night because it meant a lot to me because it was part of him, and I just started shouting hallelujah, praise you God in the bathroom when I found this. And so I just thank every one of y'all for helping me and thank God Almighty. And uh, But it meant so much to me. It really did. And uh, you just don't. So yeah, that is Kay. And I, um, I shared her YouTube channel in the chat. I'll post it in knickknacks. That was one of just one instance of something lost and found. Um, another one was uh, two different people lost money. One lost a, well, lost it on like a money clip, sort of. And it was, I believe, $3,000. And the story behind that one was another incredibly sad story as to why he had the money on him. Um. But it was lost. All of it was found and returned. Another gentleman lost a wallet. It was found, returned. Nothing missing. I lost my walkie-talkie. Found it. Lost it again. Found it. Lost it again. Found it. Three different times I lost that walkie-talkie and found it. Oh, thank you, Mama V. She said, um, everyone, the person that lost the $1,200, that's the one in the wallet. Also, it was found by two little boys, and they knew to give it to an adult. This shows me their parents are doing the right thing, and God also has his hands on, hand on them. See, that's incredible. And that's, that's Bart's Nation. That's the Bard's resistance. That's what, that's what we do. We, you know, um, that's how this community is. And it's just wonderful. 
I, I know many, many souls were lost and found. 80 baptisms, over 80 baptisms. And, um, you know, it's not something that, the only reason we know is because the photographer did pictures of each one. We weren't keeping track of it. Um, none of that. It was just something that had, it spontaneously started. I mean, we had some planned and people, some people drove there just for that. Myself, I was rebaptized for the second time. I was baptized once in 20, I believe it was 2011. I was baptized. I was baptized at my church. Uh, that I was a member of, the very first church that I joined as a member, um, and I wasn't like a child. Uh, Ryan, you could call in if you want. And I'm going to tell you the reason why I was baptized a second time. When I was 17 years old, I had watched a movie called The Craft, and I had two girls that were my, were they were my sisters at the time. And I, um, we had done this blood pack like they did on that movie. I, I pray that you don't watch that movie, but if you happen to, um, you'll see. And I didn't really, I didn't think nothing about it. I didn't think I did anything. You know, it's like, ah, whatever. That's just, that's, that's not real. I'm going to tell you. That stuff. Sorry, I was getting my notepad. I got to write down Punky's prayer. It was very real. And I, though I didn't notice it, I had a lot of times um, that I was going through in my life where... I felt like God had abandoned me. I felt like I I didn't belong in his kingdom. And there was a lot of a lot of darkness that had come through. I still had Christ in my heart. And when Scott had went down to Yuba City a couple years ago and went down to the deliverance conference down there, that's when he met. Pastor Paul, uh, Pastor Dave Bryan, I believe. And uh, he did some deliverance stuff and he come back and he was talking about it on one of the shows. And God said, hey, remember what you did long ago? And I thought, yeah. And I felt the urge to, to talk to Scott about it. And I talked to a couple that are family here with Barnes family um, about it because I didn't know what to do. I had opened up a very, very dark portal, very dark portal. And so I did the bloodline. I did a lot of rebuking. I did a lot of stuff. And it didn't seem, it seemed to have left me, but not completely. But it seemed to have latched on to Jack. And Jack, if y'all recall, about a week and a half, if that far ahead of um, Bard's Fest, Jack had a spiritual attack. Um, he's a perfectly healthy man. He's never, the doctors are amazed because they can't find anything wrong with him. They're literally looking 
even at his lab work, can't find anything wrong. So I knew, I knew it wasn't his health. He had stroke symptoms, and it wasn't too long. It was about two weeks or so maybe after Dr. Timpany had, had her attack. And so I knew it was a spiritual attack. And so I had, um, I talked to Brian from Glad Tidings. And um, we were talking about it, and he was telling me what I needed to do to close the portal. It was still, it was still open. So I had to, I had to close it. And I was very thankful that he was there, that God pointed me that way. And that I listened because now, you know, that has been closed. And that's something, you know, they were talking about last night as well, that some people don't really believe in those those dark forces or, or believe that we can create and manifest that stuff. But we can. And it's important that if we ever do, we have to be able to to remove it. So having that um, having that connection with them and, and for them to come over, because it was wonderful. And it was so great that I was actually able to to close that because now I know that God is going to use what He's given me for the greater good. And it's not going to be able to be manipulated by, by darkness. I was reading Monkey's text. She said, how amazing is it that the same God who created the oceans, mountains, and the galaxies looked at you and thought the world needed one of you too. Girl. Mm. That's, that's deep. But that deliverance, and there were people, I didn't really like the porn stuff the night before. I didn't like the number of times that it was, there were certain words that were repetitive that, that cut. And, but I, I wasn't down there. I wasn't, I didn't get to really, I didn't listen really, um. Some people did find it informative. Some people need that um, with the children. It's awful, but some people don't realize or don't even want to accept it. They can hear it, but it's like it doesn't become real until something else happens. And sometimes they need that realness. I don't know why I got off on that tangent just now, but I did. Um there were so many aspects at Bard's Fest, so many different things that happened and that were there. It was, it really was like new beginnings, not just lost and found, but like Amazing's Grace says, you know, it's, it, we go through different times and, you know, like we're lost now found and then they say amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me 
That's incredible. And that kind of goes with what Punky was saying, that the same God who created this vast amount of beauty that some of it doesn't even have words. Like, how do you describe that hue? It's like a purple-bluish hue in the Grand Canyon that radiates off of it, that gives you this feeling of, wow, you know, amazing grace is how, you know, God created all that and then created us as well. And it really bothers me when people get down on themselves, especially like with their looks or, you know, if they're about their height. I'm one of them. I, I love my height. I love being a little midgy. Um, it's fun. I get through crowds fast, you know. Um, I can get through an airport and and record time. Jack's like way back behind me and I'm way up there at the gate already waiting on him. We all have these different uniquenesses because that's how God wanted us. He made us perfect in his image. And so when we put ourselves down, when we say how, oh, we're no good at something, we're putting our father in heaven down. I want you to realize that. I want you to realize that when you talk bad about yourself, you're talking bad about the one true king. And that's something that you really, you really don't need to do. I was looking, I was reading chat now. Um, Mary, I just have a, um, I have a buy me a coffee is what I use. I also have, um, I have PayPal, but um, I don't do this for funding. Oh, back on the year two, I skipped off of that. Yeah. So my year's coming up. We've been on here a year, guys, together. It's been incredible growing with you guys. And um, I'm reading chat again. It, it's It's been amazing. And so I'm definitely going to renew. Um, I'm renewing this one because I, I feel like God has more. And God's just now, I feel like I'm just now kind of getting comfortable enough in this element where I'm like, okay, I'm not, you know, now we had 16 people in. I, I didn't even notice when we got so many in. It's not, I don't get as nervous with it. I get, I still get nervous, believe it or not. I'm better at talking in person than I am recorded and, and where people are going to listen later. Um, I'm very talkative in person, but I get nervous on this thing. But those miracles, man, those miracles that we witnessed, um, the Howard family all were baptized, by the way. Um, these children, I'm, I know this family. I love this family. Ryan was making a comment here. I'm going to read his comment real quick, then I'll jump back on that. Ryan says, if you're getting all that presentation, save more for shock value. But the last half was good. Good talking about getting kids out of the schools and into good Christian schools. Maybe even ran by people like us. Oh, Heather, how awesome is that? Heather says, my husband was convicted that he is lukewarm. 
and he thought he was doing enough for the kingdom, but he came home on fire. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I can't describe what all happened there. I can't describe it. Um, but with, with Ryan and, and Angie and their children, he came up to me, and I tell you what, he said something made me ball. You guys know me and Angie do, um, do knickknacks, usually together, and we're on a little... She was getting winding down at school, and she, her son was graduating, and my daughter was graduating. We had so much on us that we just really had to step back from knickknacks for a little bit. It was just too much, and so we're getting ready to start it back up. But I met Ryan, I met Angie through Ryan, and then we started doing knickknacks, and you know we chatted. She taught me crochet. We, I mean, we just. We instantly became really good friends, and he said something to me Sunday. I'm not going to repeat, or Saturday. I'm not going to, I don't want to repeat it on here. But, brother, you racked me on that. I never do this to, um, I don't, I don't get do this show for, for anybody to say, oh, look, there's, there's Nikki Knight. She's. You know, she's on popping. I don't do it for that. I I kind of try to stay more behind the scenes as much as I can, really. Um, I get embarrassed with uh, when people are like, oh, you did great. I don't, I don't do well with that because I do it. I want to be smaller. So like they were talking about how, what John said, let me decrease so that he may increase. And I've always asked God to use me to do his work, to do his will. And and he is. So I, I don't like discussing it. But, man, Ryan, talking about Christ and, and his family and, and the impact. And I'm like, how could a little bitty midget have that much, that much impact? You know, it's, I don't get it. John said you talkative no way yeah um it's it's something that we don't know the impact that we have on people but when we witness the fruit of that it, it does the heart wonderful guys it, it really does and and witnessing all of them after little Nora their youngest had asked me I believe it was Friday night at the campfire. Nora asked me, she said, she was wanting to know about baptism. Actually, I think Ryan had asked me, or one of them had asked me to explain baptism. She wasn't, she wasn't under, she wasn't understanding it. And she wasn't just, she wanted it explained on a kid's level. So I, I did my best. I told her about the ABCs and I told her about how um, you know, our, we're born, you know, we're birthed from our mothers and when we're saved, when we're baptized, it's because we've accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. We believe that he died for our sins and was resurrected because he loved us because he wanted us free. 
And we confess those sins when we sin with our mouths. And that when we're baptized, our flesh, you know, we're born out of water, guys. Um, the placenta, everything, we're in water. And actually, when we're born, when we're birthed into the earth, because of Adam and Eve, this is how I feel, and you may disagree, and that's okay. But I believe we're claimed for darkness. I believe that we have to die and be reborn into Jesus. Our flesh dies. Our souls are reborn. And so that baptism is an outward, I told her, I said that it's an outward expression of something you feel inside. When you go down into the water, you're dying. It's a symbol, symbolic of dying. And that water birth you went through first, you know, you, you're reversing it. You're dying again in the water. And when you raise up, you're raised up, not of the flesh, but of the Holy Spirit of, of salvation. You're raised up in Jesus. And that there's nothing more beautiful than being able to be a witness to somebody's fleshly body dying. And their true body coming to life. And so I, I found out Saturday, Saturday was an interesting day. It was busy. It was fun. It was good, but it was a, it was a challenging day at some times. And so I, uh, Angie, you know, I'd come up to take a break. My mama set me up for a break and all my mamas that were down, uh, Julie and Laura, Little Red, and Tam, and I, th I think Kitty to Karen was down there, and Murphat, and gosh, there was, there was our, our wild women were down there, as Laura Lee calls us, the wild women. And they sent me to, to go rest because I was having a little bit of pain, and I was up there. And I tell you what, I got the greatest news. I didn't need to lay down. Um, Ryan or Angie one come to me and said that, Nora had come in there and said that she wanted to get baptized. And she goes into the tent and says, thank you, Jesus. And I'm like, ah, oh, kids, man, these kids are precious, 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 precious. And it was beautiful. Um, and so I see all that to say, you know, I was, I was baptized for a second time. My husband was baptized there. Um, as well, he had been baptized before, and it was his third one. And I kind of start looking at people, and they're like, over two or three. I'm like, um, you like to take a lot of baths with Jesus, don't you? And I'm just playing, just playing. Uh, I really am just playing. Please don't take that personal. I try to lighten it up. Uh, you know, because Scott was baptized. He was baptized three times. Jack was. That was Jack's fourth time. And if you guys don't know Jack, it takes him multiple times to get something right. I was the third time was a charm for him on marriage. <laughs> and I pick on him. I'm like, hey, you just needed a few times to find me and get it right. Me, I did it right the first time. Um, 
But he said, Jack had said, you know, he, the first time was as a child. The second time was he felt it, but he kind of felt pressured, you know, and, and it was before, I think it was before he had gotten married the first time. I don't want to like tell a story that I'm not a hundred percent on, but, um, then the second time or third time was actually with our pastor who long story he is not he's a mega church pastor and so that was awful so he felt and he told scott you know scott has been he's made a lot of changes for the good he has um he's been with us for a while we've been with him for a while and the change that I'm seeing in Scott and that many are seeing in Scott is truly one of, of God led. God is leading him and Scott is following and it's wonderful. Um, but Jack, Jack told him, he said, you know, I wanted to be baptized by someone who really was a steward of the flock or shepherd of the flock. Not one that just wants the numbers on baptisms or wants your money but someone who truly believes in the Lord. And so, um, you know, he, he felt it and, and he was not prepared. I had went down and already changed. I saw Chris, brother Chris in Michigan. That was his first time ever being baptized, by the way, um, which is incredible. I was so happy to witness that. And I think some, I think with Ryan's family, it was too. Um, which is incredible to witness a first time. Um, I saw Chris going up and I was like, you getting, you going in? And he was like, well, it appears so. And I missed the tap on Saturday. Got to tap me when I was up there with High Vistas and Devo. Um, wonderful husband and wife pair, beautiful couple. And got to tap me then, but I, I was like, nah, I don't want to get wet. I've already done it once. I don't need to do it again. Sunday, we had a, we, we weren't even going to do baptisms on Sunday, but we did. And when I saw Chris go up and I saw that, God said, hey, you've got another chance. And so I didn't want to miss that. I didn't want to miss that chance. Didn't know if I'd get it again. Well, we wound up sandwiching Scott. Is what Chris said. He's like, yeah, we sandwiched Scott. Um, I didn't want to miss another chance of, of doing what father led. And I'm trying to really start listening to where he's leading and just doing. Yeah. We sandwiched him is what he said, because Chris went and I had just got back in time to make Chris's Chris went and then Scott went and I was like, Hey, wait. I'm here. Don't forget me. I had little legs, but I'm here. And and so he's like, yeah, we're not going to forget you. And uh, so then I got baptized and then Jack got baptized. So it was just incredible. Um, it really was to be baptized with Bard's Nation with all of you guys. Mary said she had, uh, it was beautiful to see him baptized in our DJ Debshaw. Um, it was, it was so beautiful. And I didn't think I was going to cry. I wasn't going to cry. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to cry. This is happy. Oh, goodness. 
Scott started talking about some of the stuff that I'd been through with the house, with the mold, and with my health on, um, with my autoimmune stuff, and even down to me and him bumping heads, because he knows. If, if you've bumped heads with me, or if I, you know, typically we're probably um, a lot alike, <laughs> and, and uh, so it tends to happen with like people. Um, but it, it just, it made me break down. I couldn't, couldn't help it. Punky said, I got, she said, you got little legs. I got short T-Rex arms. <laughs> you don't have short T-Rex arms. We're just, we, we hit that perfection earlier than everybody else. God stopped us growing when we were still little. Good morning, Josh. I see you just got in, honey. I'm glad you're here. And the spirit is moving. I'm reading chat now. Guys, if you guys, anybody wants to um, call in and share their experience, please do. And we're going to talk about this probably again on Monday. There was just so much to unpack with the miracles that were witnessed that I feel like we need to give it some time. Here we go. Hi, Mama Bear. Uh-oh, and of course, I can't hear her. Can you guys hear her? Y'all can't hear Little Red either? How about now? Ah, oh, there you are. Oh, I can hear you too. Okay, cool. Got to push the right buttons, you know. <laughs> Works a little better when you hit the right button, right? Yeah, my button. Hey, and you actually day. called in on purpose. Yes, I did. This was deliberate. I know. Ooh. Intentional. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I, I have, okay, let me, let me back off, back, go backwards to go forwards here. Uh, I've got a lot of years on most of y'all in chat. Um, I was filled with, I was saved when I was nine years old and baptized the first time in the early 70s, like 70, 71, because it was New Year's Eve. So I say it was, I was filled with the Holy Spirit over the course of two years because it happened at midnight. Um, I have seen this rise and fall of God moving. And whenever it does, there's this peak of excitement and purpose and forward motion and then folks lose the feeling like we had at bard fest and then they drop off and and many will continue to push forward with the leading of the holy spirit and some will be kind of lukewarm and some will just completely fall away much like the parable of the sower you know the cares of the world or the enemy snatches it away. And so what everybody is, is at the, the crossroads now is how do you move forward? We are not physically together to look in each other's eyes, hug each other oh, okay. and pray together. So how are we going to continue to walk after this 
without losing that fire. Okay? So it's really important right now that everybody continue to focus on what I, I say we all got a huge Holy Spirit download over the weekend, whether online or in person. So it's very critical that we hold on to that download. Because what happens when you download something in the IT world? It's an application, which means you're going to use it for something. So you take that, whatever it was for you, whether it was healing, deliverance, new direction, a word of wisdom or knowledge, a new gift or talent that came up, you take that download and you start running that application on a daily basis. And that includes serious prayer. If you need some prayer, call someone up, tap them in chat, change, exchange numbers, emails, whatever you need to do. Connect with those people you connected with in a more permanent way, if you will, or more direct way. And continue to keep that connection going, build mm -hmm. each other up that way. And that will help shore you up until the next time you can have an in-person encounter. Um, the, the digital world that we have all come together in is a beautiful, powerful thing. So we need to keep that platform moving forward and make it deeper, richer, and more powerful. However, those connections we made in person, those are even more fundamental to moving forward in the kingdom of God. And it doesn't matter how long you've walked with Jesus, whether it's a few days or a few decades. The, it's still the same. Prayer, praise, worship, fellowship. These are the things that keep us built up. And John, MSM Liars keeps saying, it's the name of Jesus. That's the most mm -hmm. important thing. If the only prayer you have is Jesus, it is more than enough. And if something comes against you, like I used to tell my children, and now y'all are all part of that big family, you rambunctious little rowdy kids, you. No is a complete sentence. So if something isn't right and your spirit witnesses against it, just say no. And I don't mean like Nancy Reagan said no. Say no in a real powerful way. That's the end of it. And move forward with those things. Prayer, praise, worship, and fellowship. Those are the building blocks for the kingdom. And everything that was downloaded with everybody this weekend and now they're pondering over it as our beautiful Jennifer Renee likes to say I'm pondering that when you when you ponder those things like Mary pondered the things uh, the prophet Simon told her or Simeon told her about Jesus when he was presented for circumcision um, you do when you do that you ponder on that that allows it to root in, in you and to grow. And so that's why that's important to not let go of that download, to keep it operational. Okay? And that's just what I wanted to share because I'm seeing that in, in a lot of chat rooms and, you know, people wishing, missing out or people feeling like they're being oppressed because they come home. No, you're free. You know, you stand on what God gave you this weekend, and you march forward. You know, the righteous are bold as a lion, 
foot should a wicked flee when no one pursues. That's Proverbs 28.1. So remember, you we are lions in sheep's help, sheep's clothing. Okay, we that's how we win guerrilla warfare against the enemy. He thinks we're he thinks we're weak, but we're really strong. That's good okay. stuff. Good so stuff. So I I'm 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 mothering y'all into, <laughs> into continuing Not on what you started. Yes, and he also had a good idea yesterday that she brought to me. And many of you, some of you may know already, but a lot of you don't know. In our Bard's homeschooling room, um, we have created a um, a topic in that room for the children. It's called Fellowship 365. So if you have, that room is completely private. We have to let you in. Um, we do that for safety. But if you are not in our homeschool room and you have children um, that are your homeschooling, you know, nieces, nephews, grandchildren that you're homeschooling, if they were at Bard's Fest or even if they weren't, um, we're trying to give the children somewhere, and I say children, this is for the teens, really. I don't want little kids on Telegram, please. But for the teens that are, um, they... She brought something up to my attention. You know, there are a lot of the teens, especially with her family, you know, that they felt something. The Holy Spirit moved in everyone. It didn't matter the age. It moved in everyone at Bard's Fest. And so she was talking about what can these kids do to be able to still connect um, because it's hard. It's very hard. Um, Hannah even made that, that point to me last night. She was talking about how, you know, being her age and in this woke generation, you know, it's hard for her to get out and find people that she has things in common with. So we created that one just so that way that the teens would have somewhere to go and they could talk about scripture, they could talk about life, they can talk about um, all kinds of things, but in a safe setting um, to where, you know, the parents are still there. The parents need to be in that homeschooling room, and that's the only way the children are getting in. Um, so that way you can, you know, let me know, hey, this is my child. We've got admins in there. Um, our regular mods are in there as admins, and I think I made Angie an admin in there. I'm not sure. Um, but we'll get you invited and get you in there. Yeah, to build everybody up and... Because, you know, especially with uh, our, our children now are really faced with a lot of evil, a lot from the music to the movies to this whole transgender thing. They need as much, if not more, of this community that we have. They need it as well. And so I think it's very important that we give them a place to come and connect and be able to talk through these things. So um, just on a little side note, if you guys aren't in the homeschool room, um, send me, Punky, um, Boiler Man, um, Angie, send any of us a message. We'll get you connected into the homeschool room. That room, I got a feeling, is about to really start firing up a lot. And uh, so it's there, and the Fellowship 365 is also there. Um, with the Fellowship 365, 
I pulled a scripture from that. I love that you use Proverbs 28, 1. Um, little red. And then there's with Fellowship 365, it goes with Psalms 36, 5. Your mercy, Lord, extends to the heaven, heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. And and our children need to know that. Our teens need to know that they have. You can come in, Mary, sure. Um, and if you've got stuff to add, you can um, into the homeschool room. But as far as that fellowship room for the kids, that one is just for the teens. But you're more than welcome to come in with the um with the room for sure. Um, we also have the Christ followers room um, for us adults to do um, have fellowship. And it's not been as active as it has um, been in the past, just because um, a couple things that I was doing, not much, but um, yeah, we've got those. And if you guys have ideas for other things, let me know. I'm welcome to them. I appreciate all of the volunteers that helped out and the ones um, I've asked for any input that you guys have as far as what worked, what didn't work, any suggestions. If you come with a problem, though, please bring me a solution. Because um, <laughs> I don't, you know, this is a lot of our first time doing a lot of this stuff. So um, bring me the problem, but bring me a solution that you have to and we'll put it to Put it to the test to see how we could do. Now, Mary, I'm going to give you a chance to talk because I've been talking a little too much. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you guys oh, hear her? Oh, oh, oh. yes. Day. <laughs> um, I I love what um my sister said about um unity and what and the encouragement. She is such a mama to us, and I'm. I can't wait to have a hug again. <laughs> like, yes. But um, Jesus was telling me about um, bondage. And, you know, what I what we feel in the in the world when we're when we're not together like that is bondage, I think. And when we were there, we didn't experience any bondage. Um, and so Jesus gave me that Galatians 5.1, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. Do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And that was just so uh, freeing to me because we think we're in bondage. I mean, we carry this yoke of bondage, but we don't really have to. And we experience that as a family together and there's freedom. And then also going along with that was the be the fruit of the spirit. Um, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such against such of these there is no law. So again, it goes back to no law of bondage because we have those things. We have the fruit of the spirit. And it was so evident in everything that happened there and everything that went on. And that's all I have to say. So that's it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, Mary. Thank you. And thank you too, Little Red. That was, I mean, it is, you were right. There, We weren't in bondage when we were there. We we had that, that freedom. And I that's 
we didn't have any of the worries. We knew, or I knew, like, there was anything that come up, we'd pray. And then there was, like, there was a tropical storm Ophelia that came up. And I went to a few people because I didn't want to, you know, Bards Fest was not about me. It was not about um, what we have going on. It was about, you know, everyone healing. But um, that tropical storm that had come through, it was set to make landfall right by where my daughter lives. And with her being pregnant, y'all know the barometric pressure can, or if you didn't, you do now, barometric pressure can actually cause women to go into labor. And so I was concerned that she was going to be, you know, wound up going into labor during that. And though the baby I know would have been fine. I just, I still asked a few to just kind of pray and, and it was, everything was good. And that's what we have to do. I, I, um, I've talked about Matthew 21, 22, um, recently, and it's because I believe strongly in that scripture. I believe strongly in prayer. And and Christ says in that, it's red letter language, that asking in prayer, believing you shall receive. And there's some more words there, but it's pretty much um, you ask in prayer, and then if you believe, you're going to get it. If it comes from a pure heart and pure intention. So... Um, you know, I wanted to ask in prayer and, and lift up the others in that prayer as well. Well, guys, y'all are now hearing my dogs, I'm certain. So I am going to go ahead and wrap it up. We'll go into prayer real quick. Um, I normally take prayer requests, but it's going to get really loud in here in just a second. So Mr. Nikki just got home for lunch. And the dogs love to see him. Plus, we're over an hour anyway. We're like almost an hour and a half, guys. Um, so we'll be, um, I'll go ahead and go into prayer. Yes. Oh, yeah. He was on the top, Conley. Jaja, if you're hesitant about him being online, then don't. I just wanted to give you that opportunity because what I said, you know, about teens only. Um, if, and I'm sure that we can get some kind of other stuff going that doesn't involve being online. Maybe, um, maybe me and Punky can powwow and see what we can think of. John, be safe, brother. I saw you're, you're having a drive. Thank you for being here with us live. And I love you, brother. I'm so, I, I'm so thankful for you and, and for the gifts that you have bestowed upon us. Um, for the memories of that wonderful off-road trip and me saying, hey, we could go faster. And John looking at me like, um, you ain't breaking my Jeep. You ain't breaking my Jeep, woman. You ain't breaking my Jeep. I don't care what kind of adrenaline you want. We'll go on roller coasters. I know I made him laugh. He's just driving. Yep, there it is. And you're welcome, Jaja. Well, I mean, there's there's something, I know. Um, but like Laura said, just pray, and God's going to direct you. All right, guys, if you will, if you're not driving, 
If you'll bow your heads and let's pray. Father, we, we thank you for this space, for the time that we had at Bards Fest together, worshiping you, being filled up with you. Our cup was running over with the love that you poured out on us, with the blessings you poured out on us. Father, it's it's incredible to, to have that freeing experience and truly not worry, you know, about our cars being locked or, or walking away and leaving our stuff out. Just, just left it and it came back and it was fine. Father, for the wonderful people that that I was able to, to meet, that we were all able to meet, the, the speakers who, who came and, and give us their stories, their testimonies, and imparted their wisdom on us. It was such a blessing to have that, Father, to have so many who were healed from porn addiction or from... Um, any demons that they had in them or being delivered from pain, you know, just the pain in their body, the pain that they were, were going through, Father, it, that, that's your love. That's how you show us you love us. And, Father, we are just so blessed that you do. We're blessed that you sent your son, Jesus, to show us what it's like to be perfect, what it's like to walk in your light, in your love, Father. And Father, I just pray that all of us here can walk in that light, that we see how Jesus walked and that we can be more Christ-like. He says we could do greater works than he, and, and many of us don't, don't understand how that's possible or even be able to wrap our heads around that idea because Christ did the greatest works, but we are children of the Most High, and He has given us that power, Father. So help us to use that that ability, not for for bad or for boasting, but for for good, for healing your people, Father, for for helping to guide them to to the life that they're meant to have, not for just working day in and day out and being a slave to the system for to the corporatocracy. Father, please reveal the gifts and talents that you have in each of us. Show us what those are. Depart that wisdom on us so that we may use those gifts and talents, Father, to bring glory to your name, to bring glory to Jesus, and to bring others to help them find and follow Christ like we do. Father, for our brother Jim, who has lost his son, and it's so unnatural, Father, for, for a parent to have to bury a child ahead of them. It's it goes against all the laws of nature, all your laws, Father. And, and so in this dark time, we pray that Jim is, is blessed by the memories that he has of his son for the time that he was able to spend together with him, for the memories that they created, for the things he was able to teach him, Father, because we only have our children for a short time and then they're adults and and though we we never stop caring and we never change in in our, our love for them their bodies change their minds change and and father like 
like you've done with us. We have to let them go and let them have their free will. And sometimes, Father, that's it's it's incredibly hard because we know that we can't protect them anymore. But Father, we know you do. And and what happened right now with with Jim's son with Sam is not fair. It's not fair. It's unnatural. And and Father, we know our brother Jim is grieving. We know he is sad. We know that his heart aches right now for that loss because there's a hole there. So, Father, we pray that that hole is not filled with darkness, but filled with your light, with your love, with your mercy, and with your grace. Father, wrap him in your loving arms. Lift him up on that cloud with you and just let him nestle right there in your arms. Let him feel the peace and comfort that comes from only you. Let him know that his son, no matter what may have happened, Father, that your will was done, that there was no avoiding your will. None of us can escape it. And so, Father, whatever it was for your will to have called his son home early, I just pray that that you take that hurt away from him. You take that pain that's going through his body right now, that you replace that pain with all of the wonderful memories, all of the birthdays, all of the the holidays, the, the special memories out with cows and 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 just probably going to um, football games and and celebrating and carrying on in those traditions. So Father, we just pray that that's that happiness is what fills Jim right now, not the sadness. Father, I pray that that others reach out to Jim to comfort him in prayer. Um, that all lift him up in prayer in this very dark time. Um, as he goes through visitation, I believe today and the funeral tomorrow and and so many steps that it's just very, very hard to take. I pray that he takes them one at a time with you beside him so he knows he's not alone he's never alone that he's always with you that you're always right there father so show him that show him that love show him that it's okay to continue on show him that you've got greater works for him to to still do that you've got a greater mission that just because his son's mission is completed doesn't mean his is so father protect him from any darkness protect him from any evil that will try to come and attack him right now as he's got this big hole in his heart father just just protect our brother he's been strong he's he's fed our stomachs well others and you father could feel our need, our spiritual need, that hunger that we have. So, Father Dale, fill Jim up. Fill him with all of that love. Fill him with all of that wisdom. Fill him with everything, Father, that he's needing. You know what he needs. You know those unspoken prayers that he has. You know the, the pain that he may be, that he's going through. So, Father, we just all ask, since there's more than two of us that are here, you say we're two or more gathered, that's where you'll be. And Father, I believe, I believe in Matthew 21, 22, I believe that what we're asking right now for in prayer is going to be done. It's going to be according to your will. 
and and you're going to make sure our brother is is filled with your love, Father, for our sister Punky and her family, Lord. We'll live praying for their farmhouse and fend for bunnies and kittens. B wants a pond and a t and turtles and and Caden wants some chickens. And for Punky, her freedom, and for Matt to know that his family's safe and has these things that you provided them, Father, that that you give them. Because just like we planted that Chicago hardy fig tree, we planted three of them in Kentucky. Father, we know you're going to plant the roots for this family where they need to be and the roots for all of our families where they need to be. So, Father, I pray for for that for Punky and for Jim and and for our brothers and sisters here that have prayers that are unspoken, Father, you know what that need is. Fill them up. Answer those prayers if it be your will, Father. Protect those that are still traveling home, those that have just got home, those that are sick, Father. Heal them. And also, Father, I want to add a special prayer for our brother Jeff, Kilted Patriot, because we miss him and... We know, Father, you're filling him up for something very important. We all feel an urgency of a battle getting ready to commence. We're all preparing and storing, not just here on earth, but our treasures in heaven are being, they're being carefully selected. They're being carefully put in their chest for you, Father. So, Father, please continue to, to help us fill those treasures on this earth for our heavenly bodies. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, guys, thank you very, very much for being here. I love you all. Um, remember what Laura said about not being sad um, that we're not together, but that... The gifts that we took back with us, hone those skills, utilize those skills, sharpen your swords, and go out and slay the evil. I'll see you guys later on um, online, I'm sure, on Telegram. If you need the link for the Bard's Telegram room, let me know. I'll get you those. Like I said, that um, homeschool room is private. It'll stay private. And... Um, I look forward to seeing you guys on there. I love the pictures you've sent into the Bards Fest room on Telegram. If you're not on there, it's Bards Fest 2023. And you can go check that out. Um, I'm on Buy Me a Coffee. I think it's Nikki's next on Buy Me a Coffee. Um, though you don't have to. I just enjoy doing this. Guys, have a wonderful, blessed day. I love you all and see you later. Struck down, got me knocked out by the hands of the enemy. Those lies had me held down till I found out that is not my identity. I found my life when I laid it down. And on my own, you now my faith is in you, Jesus. I'm learning to let go, let God. 
Like me. I found my life when I laid it down 